0: everything from overlanding in your stock rig to a full-on ls-powered two buggies on stickies this is the total off-road podcast i'm your host steve and with me as always ian and today our special guest derek lassini
1: How's it going? What's going on? Welcome to the party. Well, I was just driving through and figured I'd stop by. And yeah. I'm just kidding. You guys invited me. <laughs> <laughs> but I am driving through. You yeah, lunch. You brought yes, lunch. And brought some April pizza. April, I brought
0: lunch. Um, if you guys can't tell, I got a little bit of something going on. Too much time out in the cold garage working on the Loki. So uh, my voice is a touch lower than normal, to say the least. I feel like you've been waiting to do the intro a oh. week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> since it since it came in, it's like, yep, now that's low, let's do this. So, we are interviewing ish, having Derek on. Um, we're going to talk about his rig. If you guys don't know, he's got an 01 Silverado with a 5.3 and a 480 swap. Um, amongst a bunch of other cool stuff, it's SAST, of course, because it is the SAS one. <laughs> if you guys don't follow him hashtag on the gram, SAS one. Ooh, yeah, yeah, just look that up hashtag SAS one. You'll find him. Um, if you don't follow him on the gram, where can I follow you at? D man blues freak. D man Delta man. Blue Delta freak. man.
1: <laughs> D is in Derek. Oh, and man uh, blues for no under no underscores. No underscores, no gaps, uh, no up, bud. Well underscores. <laughs> yeah, <Okay, well>, sorry, <laughs> I'll change it. It'll be D man blues freak, underscore 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 underscore. <laughs> no, you got D ah, underscore man okay, underscore okay, blues. <laughs> That's what the cool people do. But, yeah. You, know. you need one in between Loki and uh, oh, there, you're this one. one. There, yeah. one so. Yep. It all has one at the beginning, one at the end. You there's can, there's one in the middle somewhere. Yeah, not enough. Oh. Anyway. We're gonna talk. Is this the total underscore podcast? It is. <laughs> yes, yeah, so there's a couple. There's a couple underscores. A couple underscores in there.
0: Uh, um,
1: also sitting back in the
0: wings, just hanging out with us today, is Mike Wolf. You can find him at Mike So Funny. Yep. Mike So Funny on the gram, and he's also got a rig. I'm sure he'll chime in at some point. He's gonna be our producer. We try to keep us on track. <laughs> Lord knows that's not gonna work. He's got the whip. He's got the whip. <laughs> Beaten with a stick. Yes. So. Yeah, let's kick off this episode three. Let's get it going. New Year's Eve. Yep. Who's excited? Uh, it'll be a good year. You ready to close this year fun. out? Yep, ready to get this one done. Did you guys have a good 19? Yeah. Did a How lot you- of new stuff. Dude, I mean, we went everywhere, the wife and I. We went all over the place. This guy over here that we're, uh, that's joining us as a guest today got married. Got wifed up. Yep. Got wifed up. Got wifed yeah, up. Yep. And uh, that was an awesome trip. Got to go out to Colorado for that thanks for having us out for that yeah man. that was a good time good parting gift would have been a lot better if I'd had a rig and an extra seven days <laughs> I can tell you that much you guys honeymoon was out there yep how was that it was awesome looked like you mm-hmm.
1: did some camping we did camping we hiked Pikes Peak which I would yes. much prefer driving it in the future because <laughs> we've driven we it before we checked off the bucket list yeah thing. we checked it off the bucket list yeah. it was tough uh, probably won't ever do that again yeah <laughs> it's a one and done kind of a trip Yeah, yeah that was an all day trip but anyway
0: but uh yeah i saw him was supposed you said you guys were pretty wore out after you got to the top of that
1: yes yeah very wore out uh you know as i said it would have been better to drive it or off yeah. it that would have been that would have been impossible actually <laughs> 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 or at least the hiking impossible trail to? oh really is that problem man the last part i don't think you, you can maybe it up it with a bouncer. Maybe, but if you uh, if you fall, then you're going down. Challenge it's accepted. It's not like a bouncer at like some off road park in Missouri where you roll back a few times. You'd roll down the whole mountain, nice <laughs> <That's laughs> until the trees. Full sin. We'll just Full take <laughs> <laughs> We're Just gonna get us a little RL chassis. No, but the year forty twos. B- the year before Maybe. we uh, we drove up it and in in, in SAS one mm-hmm. and uh it was awesome. They were. Doing construction at the top, and so they were like, Go park over here at Devil's Playground, which is like three miles from the top, and and I was like, Can we drive it? And they were like, Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and so I got the it was right after the roadkill uh, episode. That. Yeah, that and they had it closed up. up there. They were doing mm-hmm. construction. Yeah, so they let us go. Um right. they're like, Are you confident, driver? And I'm like, Yeah.
0: So um what else? What else we do there? Yeah, it looked like it was pretty cold when
1: you guys were doing the camping because you guys camped up there. No, it wasn't too bad. In the park, didn't you? Yeah, we camped in Rocky Mountain. Uh, I think the lowest it got was in like the high 40s. Okay, that's better bad. than I thought. Yeah. I thought it got cooler than that.
0: No, I wasn't. Too I know we were up there for your wedding. The day of the wedding, we no more got inside and got settled into the venue, and it started hailing.
1: Yeah, that was wild. Oh my gosh, the weather on the wedding was so lucky because it. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. It, it rained in the morning before the wedding, which is outside. The ceremony, which is outside. Ceremony was beautiful, sunny, perfect, we got all our pictures in, and then we went to the reception, started eating dinner, and then hail, like you said. It was just oh, yeah. nutty, like crazy storm. Right. And then afterwards, there was a, it stopped in a rainbow, there was a rainbow, and we had did you fire the, outside and everything. Did you get any hail damage out of that?
0: No? That's awesome.
1: It was yeah, pretty it was, soft tail. I was a lot looking of had, at it. It was yeah. like all breaking apart.
0: All of us since we flew out there, we all had rental vehicles like, well, glad I don't have my own car. <laughs> not, my <problem>. not, <laughs> not my problem at all.
1: <laughs> the the except, for, except for my best man, Trevor at his yeah. SAS Duramax. Yeah. That was he's I mean, only because my mom asked is his Instagram. Really only because my mom asked. All one word. No spaces, <laughs> no underscores. I don't think I follow Trevor. I need to do that. You should, man. Yeah. It's a he's got the Tim Mills fabricated sas kit with radius arms for the yeah. 5 uh and up super duty axles and it's it's a nice kit it was i mean the, he, he gave out the files for free you just got to find somebody to laser cut it so that's it's awesome
0: yeah, i feel like this is good. gonna be the full size episode full size is mm-hmm. where it's at <laughs> oh, <that's>, i disagree <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's
1: more of a challenge. you got full widths you're like yeah, you're, I, you're like medium <laughs> sized Mid- mid-sized yeah,
0: yeah.
2: I still park in the compact parking. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so that kind of brings us to why why a full size of all things Jeeps, you know, Toyotas, S tens. It's probably uh, full oh, size.
1: Why full size? It's probably not the best choice uh, because it's heavy, it's long, it's wide. The body's wide, not just the axles. Um, but for me, I just I bought a sh- truck. I wanted a V eight. I wanted four wheel drive, and when I was in college, that was the best way to do it. Um, And so I've had that thing since 2009. And uh, and yeah, it's just progressed from there. So kind what of you, what you talked about in the first, when we went and did your intro, Ian, was uh, we went to the Badlands with TD and I took it and I was like extremely surprised it was a stock truck. Yep. I don't even think when I went the first time, it was before we all went uh i didn't even have mud tires i just had all terrains 30 or 29s or 30s or something like that whatever the stock size is and i was lifting a tire i was like this is so cool you know <laughs>
2: we are wheeling
1: yeah and then we went with john eunice uh who has got that Obi or had that old style that was on 39.5 skinnies boggers and uh, i saw that thing it was all the axle swapped and i was like i gotta do that that's so cool yeah. so and then you did. And then I did. Then it took it took a while. Yeah. So
2: lead us through that process. How'd you how'd you get into the salt axle to make it happen?
1: Well, I wanted to do it all through college. Uh, graduated in end of twenty eleven, and then I was making all the money because I didn't start paying my student loans back. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I started saving. and I bought the Dana sixty and the fourteen bolt. And we did the uh, solid axle swap in your driveway, Ian. We did. In December, which yep. we lucked out with the weather because it was like a little chilly, but not snowing or raining. Or I would have joined you guys, but y'all right. were scared of it. We me. were scared of you. You're scared a little too, uh, too uppity. Too, too, <laughs> too, too uppity. I was, not I was upety, too, not the right
0: word. was too excited on You were air. very excited. I was. Yeah. I was like, man, somebody's got a solid axle, a full-size Chevy in this town. In a driveway. <laughs> like, let me be part of that. I have, I have done this
1: project. And so, yeah, we did that. Uh, and, yeah, it went pretty smoothly except for an oil pan fiasco where <laughs> we were cutting off the <laughs> IFS brackets and wailing on them with the hammer uh, and hit that bracket right into the oil pan and put a nice big hole in the side of that thing. You so didn't, I mean, I forgot you I didn't need that one anyways no. <laughs> <too big.
0: laughs> um, to be. You switch into a Firebird train I have truck. a
1: Firebird one now, but yeah. we put a regular truck right one back, back on it. And uh, yeah, they're expensive, man. So I found one on eBay and it took like four or five days to ship. So we just finished the truck up the next weekend. Um, But we got most of it done. And then I think I had to order a different Pittman arm or something like that too. So it worked out. um, I think we did, did we not? So
2: I thought we did one, we did like the front first and then you drove it
1: home? We did, I started it on Friday and then you guys all showed up. Um, We did the whole front over the weekend. Oil pan still busted. Monday I took off work. I did the back here uh, while you guys were all yep. gone. And then uh, didn't really work on it much during the week, I don't think, because I was waiting on the pitman arm and the oil pan. And then, I, I don't know, I think Friday night it came by and we put the oil pan on, made sure it worked. <laughs> Um, and then started doing the Pittman arm on Saturday. And I think then we did like shock hoops on Sunday and I drove it home. Cause I remember it being a pretty quick as far as, you know, the, the game plan,
2: the game plan was the key there with the, we knew what we were cutting out. We knew where we were putting brackets. We had everything, you know, you had everything meticulously measured out. So it wasn't kind of a stand around and design it. It was already almost designed yeah. on paper
0: essentially, which was very, very nice. I'm sitting here listening to you guys talk about this S.A.S. swap. I'm like, yeah, that sounds pretty easy. And you're like, then we change the oil pan. I'm like, ooh, no, count me out. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else. Oh, fine. Well, yeah, it wasn't a pleasant step, but welcome. well. So did you cut? Did you cut out the center crossmember underneath the? Or how does that? I guess on, I don't know on a new body style. My GMT
1: 800, there's a bolt-in crossmember for the diff. Under the transmission. So you, yeah. Yes, yeah, so you just. Oh, under the transmission. Not, I'm sorry, not
0: under the transmission. Under the oil pan. There's nothing under the oil pan. So once the you cleaned, once you took the diff out, it was easy to get the oil pan. Oh yeah. Out. Okay. Yeah, super easy. So that's. That's better than yeah. It's not yeah, too bad. Not too bad, um,
1: especially with no axle under there. It was just yeah, twelve oh, yeah. or fourteen volts or whatever, and you just pull them out. Yeah, pop it on there and torque it down. And it's LS pan, So, of course, it doesn't leak, right? <laughs> <laughs> Let you know there's oil still in it. <laughs> well, it's when it stops leaking. Time that's for another story. Worrying. Is it did start leaking, but it's because it I it smashed it on a rock. And yeah. That's when I went to the Firebird. And that's when pan. the Firebird pan. So, but because the downside of the Firebird pan is it's shallow, so on real steep climbs, you lose oil pressure. So. Might go back to truck pan. Might put a baffle in it. We'll try sump. No. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, like uh, what are they? Those Accutune, so, like, like an accumulator. Accumulator, thing, like, that's yeah. what I yeah.
0: Oh, I saw. I who was this selling those? Was it Summit or Summit sells one? I think it's Accu Sump or Accu. Yeah, and it's got one. like a. It has. Oil, it has oil in it it has like a spring it's air loaded air. Yeah. air loaded and then once
1: the oil pressure drops then it opens the valve it's pretty much it like, a like a yin and yang thing right yeah. it's yeah. got pressure in it so if the oil pump stops creating yes. pressure then that it keeps pulls, that pressure yeah. and it feeds oil back into the engine but then the, the upside of that is that then your level goes up in your pan so mm-hmm. it never should run out unless you're like completely yeah. upside down right I was watching of their problems. videos yeah I was watching a video
0: on that and I was like I was really impressed. It was cool to watch it because they had it in the clear tube. Mm-hmm. So you could watch it work. Yeah. I was like, that's pretty awesome. It's a great yeah. It not is. not cheap. They're, they're, they're cheaper, cheaper like than a dry sump. 400 sum. bucks? Yeah, they're like four or 600 I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah, you had dry sump. 1200? Yeah. 1500? Probably. I don't know. Race. I, think, car. I don't even know. I'm, I don't remember what Matt was talking about on the out Cummins. Out of the question. <laughs> Matt was talking about putting a dry sump on the Cummins. Before we did the oh, yeah, breather cause... and bypass that breather thing, he was considering a dry sump on there and it was going to be stout. Like, it was a pretty heavy price. But he's gonna have to send it to a diesel shop to have them professionally get that done. If. He's like, I don't feel comfortable enough to install it myself. I wanna get it done right. Yeah. Then it, it was like a new pan and everything. Like, you had to do a completely different everything for that. It would have been nice though, because I think the pan was more, cl- had like better clearance yeah, underneath. Yeah. And so he could have lowered the.
1: The scavenging crawling. pans are really short. Yeah. Yeah, especially yeah. on a diesel, they got those huge pans. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he could have. LS's are nice because you can just steal one and putting in air quotes off of an lsa or now or a corvette or whatever oh really yeah that's cool. The ls9s i think came them. wow that LSAs. <laughs> that's awesome so but yeah so after the sas uh that was on 37s they did i mean going from ifs on 33s to sas locked in the rear because it was open open on ifs mm-hmm. going from IFS and 33s to 37s and a solid axle swap was like night and day performance wise. And oh, we were yeah. Just doing all kinds of crazy, you know, ground clearance, like flex and all that stuff. So much traction. Um, but these 37s were like 35s, <laughs> maybe. They might have measured <laughs> yeah. out to like 34. Were those MTRs? Mm hmm. Okay. 17. The balls are just short. I think 37 MTRs are just short. Okay. Uh, or at least they were the old style. So yeah. I don't know if the Kevlar's oh, are better. Okay. They're probably better. Um, And then found a good deal on some. Uh, 40s MTRs. And actually, Mike over here uh, let me borrow Snow Day, his truck, which, hashtag Snow Day, Yeah. Uh, Snow during Day. the solid axle swap, during the week when my truck didn't have yeah. an oil pan, and he lent me his farm truck at the time, a six Was five old, old Clackety? Yeah, Old Clackety. clackety. <laughs> 6.5 diesel uh, to go get these 40s because uh, it got better fuel mileage and then bought him some beer or something, I don't remember what. So wait, uh, you were on 40s before you bought his 40s? I never... Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. I uh, thought his 40s was your first upgrade. So these 40s were awful, um, yeah. but I didn't know. And so we went down. They performed great off-road, but one of them was out around. could mm-hmm. never get it to balance. Tried some yeah. tried balancing media, tried like a ton of balancing media. Nothing. It always vibrated like mm-hmm. a crazy amount. Had, like a slip belt or something. Yeah, a broken belt or yeah. something. What oh, were they? They were MTRs also, the old oh, style. They're... Oh, they, I do remember those. They hooked. They were... It was, like, surprising going from 37s to 40s, like, yeah. how much traction um, they had. So, But they didn't... I well, only had them, like, a year or two. Mm-hmm. And then, finally, one of the sidewalls blew, and it wasn't on the one that was out around. You're like, I'm over it. it yeah, oh, I parked the truck oh, after oh. going wheeling one weekend. It came out the next day, and it was flat, and I pumped it up, and it was, like, <laughs> just out of one of the sidewalls. So oh, and I could, yeah. like, push on it and make it stop. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, something happened. It least, didn't, like, completely... At least it got you home. Got me home, yeah. That's the key. Um, so, then... Mike had the forties on his show truck and he wanted bigger tires, so uh he sold them to me for a good price and then wheeled those pro comps for so I sold them to you. Yeah. Steve. Don't and, tell nobody I got forties <laughs> I mean, wait, what they're I don't know where they are. <laughs> secret, secret. So uh Yeah, and then now I'm running the mickey thompson baja bosses and they are awesome i'm very happy with them i was
0: looking at baja like was looking at baja bosses <laughs> the other day because so the ones that you sold me are pretty bold mm-hmm. i think they'll work fine for most of the stuff i do but i'm pretty sure i'm gonna be upset the first time i go on trail and like get into the mud a little bit yeah
1: if it's real muddy
0: yeah i'll be a little upset well because i got brand new tsl Xs on right now so I go from that to a 40 with a, you know. Mm-hmm. The 40s so, would be
1: good, I think, in dry rock. I
0: haven't decided yet if I'm going to mount those 40s or just sell them. Or, and so I was looking at the Baja bosses, and uh, I was like, man, those things are 485 a tire. I'm like they cut you a deal. Yep. Like you got you got a
1: swinging deal. I don't think I can say what deal I got. Unadvertised. Swinging. swinging parts. Deal. Um, yeah. Four wheel yep. parts might be mad at me. <laughs> you got a swinging deal. Yep. We were at the Jambo, the four by four Jamboree in Indy, and uh, we're they're packing up the truck. I was swung by and I'm like what kind of deals you got on 40s and he's like well these Mickey Thompson's are the best ones I could probably get you and I was like good I was looking at those and he was like how's this number sound and I was like nah I'll find something better down the road and then he's yeah. like hold on I did the whole car sales and thing right. and so he gave me a really good deal um, which I don't think I should divulge yeah. <laughs> publicly well, but-, <laughs> but here's the thing so I was looking at the price of them and I was
0: like man it's kind of steep it's not, it's not terrible it's short of two grand for a set of 40s and I've seen the bosses on your truck and they look amazing I think they'd look amazing on the, on Loki, key. And uh, so I was like, well, you know, I could, if I had cash in hand, I could call up four wheel parts and be like, hey, because mm-hmm. they'll make you a deal on the phone. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, like I for I've for had them. that, you know, experience before. And I think that uh, some of the guys out in California, the four wheel parts out there have, deal in that a little more, like deal in that style tire a little more. I know a guy. You know a guy? <laughs> yeah. All right, guy that's probably not listening to this podcast. <laughs> I <around yet>. <laughs> Unless Derek plugs you just right, uh, <laughs> ju- uh, yeah. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be soon. Like I said, I got a brand new set of thirty eight and a half on there. I'm gonna run those. We're gonna see what breaks. Um, I've got chromos in the front now, and I didn't have those before. And then I'll probably put in chromos in the nine inch here pretty soon because that was the thing. I I blew up the Yukon on one trip. I broke something internally on it, and then uh, Randy's ring and pinion was cool. I called him up. They said it was out of warranty, but I could ship it back to them. I shipped it back to them. They rebuilt it for half price. of nice. uh, what a new one was. I was like, well, I'll either buy a new one or buy this one for half price. And so they fixed it, and turnaround time was probably 7 to 10 days. From so the time it, from time it got there, the time it got shipped back out, it wasn't bad. They had it turned yep. around pretty quick. So kudos to Randy's on that one. But, yeah, 40s on a 9-inch and thirty and 40s on a 44. People are going to be like,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you can't do that. But you can but I, don't, I don't wheel that hard I don't go out And do bouncer stuff Not yet That's his job give That's Ian's time. job <laughs> give, it, <laughs> give it time <laughs> Give it time I'm gonna watch the you The dime do stuff. piece is done yeah. Yep I'm it's gonna the watch the you Do bouncer stuff, stuff. Yeah. Yep. I don't have the I wanna go slower I wanna crawl ratio Closer to braze or higher But I need to figure out How to achieve that Without an atlas Yeah <laughs> Or just go to an atlas Or just buy an atlas <clears throat> I think don't have dime piece to, money to, buddy. 231 231 doubler Actually
1: I don't know What transfer case you have It's 231 Can I put a eco box In front of the
0: 231 yeah. Slipping into the next, into the next thing. Cause you've got an eco box on yours. I do. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about your transmission transfer case
1: doubler. So I did goodness. it all at once. Um, cause I have, I bought it for a lady from a truck that I actually drove before the guy pulled the transmission and it was sitting in storage cause I was in an apartment at the time, we just moved to Chicago. And uh, then we moved to our house and I brought it into the house and I think we were there for a year or so before I got the wild haired to swap transmissions while the 4l60 was still working because i'd already blown up a 60. Mm -hmm. and then td who we've referenced before he had a truck that he was partnering out and so i put his 4l60 in and that transmission was not treated well Uh, (laughs) if you guys ever have td on the podcast you should tell a story about the mud road that he got that truck stuck on anyway uh similar truck as mine direct swap swap the 60e in and then um you know it was in the back of my mind like this is a borrowed time on time so I pulled it I, I did the same thing that the 4080 driver or seller did was I let the guys drive my truck before I sold it to them so I got four or 500 bucks for it Nice. and then uh, I think I listed it for 500 and they gave me four which is fine and then put the 4080 in and I like the 4080 I like the confidence that I have that it's not going to break the gearing sucks in first gear uh it's yes. a 248 to one that's what the Cherokee is wow. yeah so it's not great um the doubler was necessary like if i put it in like the ego box low which is the same low as the normal 241 or whatever mm-hmm. uh it's you need a lot of throttle to like get mm-hmm. to crawl up stuff double low just goes up at very little drama yeah. very little throttle what gears do you have in your rear ends Right, I got four fifty sixes, so I built it. I built the truck originally for thirty eights. So I didn't think I was gonna go to forties. So four fifty six made sense. Yeah, I know I was stupid. I yeah. was that was young and dumb. I mean, in reality, I built the Cherokee for
0: forties, but I didn't think I was gonna go to forty two. Right. And <laughs> And, you know, by the time you buy 43s,
1: you know, and then exactly. 47s. And yeah. then why stop there?
2: <laughs> Next thing you know, you run ag tires.
1: Yeah, I certainly something. didn't build the truck for 42s, which it may or may not get in the future. Yeah. I got to rework the whole front suspension, I think, to make 42s fit. So we'll see. That might come with links. Sounds like you need a re-gear, too. Yes. 513s? So I have 513s oh. in the garage. Oh, you already have them? Yep. Oh, cool. Um, I got a good deal on some used ones. I might do new in the rear just since that one goes on the highway. How close on
0: a 40-inch tire how close are you to a stock ratio? 100%
1: close. You're, it's exact. You're dead on. That's I never reprogrammed my awesome. speedometer. No. When I had the 37s, I just did the math in my head. Right. And uh, then I went to the 40s, and it's dead nuts. So like, it's like having a stock ex- truck. Except that the tires weigh more. Yeah. And you have yeah. a lot more wind resistance. Yeah. So on the highway, the 456s right. are not ideal. So I think 513s will be right about perfect for highway driving. For 40s. Right. I would like more gear off-road, but mm-hmm. the difference between 513s and 538s is so minimal on off-road. The crawl ratio doesn't change much, so... Um, I was
0: I was just doing the calculations the other day on mine. I thought that when I built mine with five thirteens and thirty eight and a halfs, because that's what I built it around. Mm-hmm. I thought that I had that number right, I thought I had it dead on. I was like, "Yeah, this will be just like stock." And I redid the math on it, and what it comes out to is the gear, the way it's the final, I guess the final ratio right now will be the same as having stock, a stock Jeep with three seventy threes instead of the three fifty fives it came with. Yep. Some slightly under. Yeah, yep. That's nice. It I don't is.
1: think people, I don't think you need to be way under, but on a dedicated trail rig, which I know you talk about yeah. wheel treating this. Almost thing street, it, yeah. Yeah, my yep. A dedicated trail mm-hmm. rig, I go as low as possible. Yeah. Um, but if you're going to drive on the that's, street, you need something that's not going to be screaming on the so. highway, especially if you're going to drive to Moab, which Just is a little from here, twenty hours away, right. coming up soon. <laughs> yeah. A little, uh, a little something, something that not a whole
0: lot of people know about. But we'll share it with you guys because you guys like listening to the podcast, Matt. On on his project before he bought the Cummins crawler, mm-hmm. he acquired your old fourteen bullet yep. and a Dana sixty center housing. So he has everything out to the to the seas, but he doesn't have any of the outers, mm-hmm. and the housing itself is empty. And he wants it out of his way. So it's, I don't want it back. It's making its, <laughs> no, it's, making its way to my shed. Oh, okay, so I'm gonna have I'm going to have had acquired a set of tons achieved. Shade 14 and a 60 out of an 89 F-250.
1: It's funny because I I got rid of that shaved 14 because it it was foaming the fluid. I thought it was overheating, Uh but it wasn't. It just, uh, there's a TSB out there for 14 bolts from like old body styles that you need to move the breather from the chunk to the axle tube. Mm -hmm. And I did it right before I swapped in my like GMT-800 14 bolt. Yeah. And it fixed it. So it's oh, really? Just, yeah. So it's but, already fixed. Yeah, so it's already fixed. Yeah, the, um but I, I swapped to the new body style fourteen bolt because I wanted the, the internal e brake. Yes. Yeah. Thank like you. Drum and hat. The integrated. Yeah. Yep. Drum and hat. It works pretty well if you yeah, keep new parts fine. in it. Yeah. Yep.
0: My I did it, just read it the one the drum or the that style in the KJ and it's still garbage. It needs better adjusted, I think. But yeah.
1: The fourteen bullparks
0: parts are a little bigger than the ones in KJ bedding, Just though. a smidge. Yeah. And it's different. The <laughs> KJ itself, like if you pull the, the disc off the back of it, it's literally like looking at a standard brake drum setup. Mm-hmm. It's not like the big is yours like the single piece. piece. One piece. Yeah, yours is yeah. single This one's not. It looks oh. just like standard drums. It has two mm. shoes, all your adjusters and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kinda nice. Yeah. But anyway, back to talking about full-sizedness. Yeah. full sizedness. Yeah. Mike, size. do you like your full size? Well, it's big. He's big. <laughs> you guys can see, if you guys follow us on Instagram, I posted Mike's truck. Did I post that in the... I so. It's not on the story. Mm. It was on the page? It's posted on the page, I believe. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yep. <clears throat> You're on the gram. you gram it out I'll real quick and find out. out. I was just checking out some internal cage pictures. You posted it somewhere
1: because I saw you guys yeah. post it, but I don't know. That's no, too much social. Oh, I think work. I put it on the story. I'll, uh, Probably. I'll post a picture oh, yeah, of Mike. It, you, I remember because I accidentally clicked the wrong, you, you posted it for vote. Yeah. And I accidentally oh, yeah. clicked <laughs> the wrong thing because I was just clicking through. And <laughs> I, I was like, it. change, change, dang it. <laughs> I can't believe I, I voted for not full size or I something posted, like that. <laughs> I posted
0: a picture that I took of Mike's truck um, over at Flat Nasty. It was a really cool picture. He was sitting parked on a hill with the wheels cocked. I'm sure some of you guys saw it on the story, um, but he was helping Derek at the time, so his truck was kind of sitting there cocked. It looked awesome. And I posted on the story, and I, and the poll I put with it was, love it or list it.
1: I clicked yes, <laughs> well, just because
0: You <laughs> and <laughs> me both. You guys are yep. dicks. Yep. <laughs> mine was accidental. <laughs> probably my favorite. That's probably my favorite picture of that truck. I
1: love it. It just looks awesome. So back to the YFL, well, not YFL size, but back to the full sizes are big. They don't call it full size for nothing. But uh nothing. both Mike and I have shortened wheel bases on yeah. ours. So Mike went real short. He's like 123, 123 inch from 144 or something. Like or something. Yeah. Mine was one forty eight with the front axle moved forward and the rear axle moved back a little bit. And so now I'm at one thirty three, which is a lot better. Yeah. It makes a huge difference. Tell us about the bed. The bed, so I hate bodywork. Oh, my God. I hate <laughs> it so much. Everyone And does. In Illinois with the rust, I got to keep up with that. That's a yearly, you know, maintenance thing or whatever. Uh, so I wanted to shorten the bed, but I didn't want to have to paint it. So all of my weld seams are internal. Um, I basically took the front header panel out of the bed and pushed it back, um, but it left a little bit overlap, and then I used a, a body epoxy, and it overlapped the outer bed skin onto that inner front wall of the bed basically like like factory yeah kind of except that their welds are on the inside of the front of the bed and mm-hmm. so mine are now on the outside. well i don't have any welds but the epoxy is just two layers of the bed mm-hmm. and so the basically and then i just put a little thing to, like a rub strip to keep so do you use panel bond for that yeah 3m something okay. i can't remember the number off the top of my head mm-hmm. but yeah it's just panel bond two-part adhesive stuff. yeah it's good stuff yeah um and it, I, if I do say so myself, it turned out pretty dang slick. Yeah, yeah so. unless you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you get up on it, yeah, you wouldn't even notice. Yeah, on the driver's side, it looks really good. On the passenger side, my my cut line must have been off a little bit because it doesn't perfectly match the cab, but whatever. It's on the
2: passenger side for yeah. Reason.
1: I'm on the not urgent hunt for a new bed because my fender's. Or my wheel wells in the bed are completely gone. Oh, There's a reason why I have fender flares. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. They'd be gone. I wouldn't have fender flares if I didn't have those gaping oh. holes in the bed. I like with the flares though. Eh, it looks good. Looks factory. Yes. Just in the back, I want to make the wheel thought, well bigger. When you had it on 37s
0: originally, I thought that it looked, it looked on 37s like it should have looked from the factory.
1: It was a little high, but otherwise, I agree. It looked so, good though. Yeah. They were like they, but they measured out to like thirty five. So it kind of it was like pre Power right. Wagon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pre well, yeah. Power Wagon. I guess yeah, yes, it was post right, technically, but GM Power Wagon that never was. Yeah, never was
0: because GM's not cool enough to do that.
1: No, they're not. Take notes. Although the new Tahoe with that air ride suspension, that's pretty unique. I don't like the IRS, but it looks like a like when that thing stands up, you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> But it's
0: like, uh, yeah, I see most cool, people. Cool that you can get over stuff, but boy, you look goofy some doing it. Some that.
1: people are gonna buy that thing and put thirty fives on it and never drop it down again because it won't be able to. Oh, uh, that would <laughs> probably look okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> all your, all your geometries just whacked all the time. <laughs> so, I don't know if you want to go into any of the timeline stuff, but the uh, we can we can we can address that. So, when did you when did you get forties? So I got the forties in twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. That was when I got the old style MTRs. Hated them, but I wasn't driving the truck a whole lot because I worked real far. So I drove my other car. I mm-hmm. had beat her at the time. You'd already moved back up to Chicago by then? Or up to Chicago? Wow. Yep. Um, Man, it's been that long. Time
2: flies and you have a fun fact.
1: Yep. Yeah, I never had. So I used to live in the same town as Stephen, Ian, and Mike. Um, And then I moved to Chicago in 2015. And then I had the 40s when I moved. I just never put them on because the 37s still had tread and they were finally getting kind of uh, bald. And so I came down and had Mike mount the 40s. So far, the only guy that's mounted my 40s for me. Um,
0: Mike's tire service. <laughs> and, and Steve, you should post
1: that picture because Steve and I, I came down and Steve took pictures of me doing big smoky burnouts in oh, the yeah. 37s. Yep. yeah. Um, oh, that, that was the 37s. Fun. Yeah, it was that's crazy. Had the 40s in the bed while doing burnouts with 37s. It was like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind of macabre. Good for the
0: <laughs> um, um I'll see if I can find one of those and post that to the podcast page.
1: Um, yeah, and so then. I wheel with the '40s for a while. I don't remember when I got the Pro Comp's from Mike. Probably twenty seventeen or something like that. Yeah, probably about right.
2: I don't really know. I'd have to look it up. You bought them. At actually, the no. It's probably twenty
1: sixteen uh,
0: because yeah. I had them for about three years. Yeah, I was gonna say because yeah. And how long did you Mike How long did you have them before he bought them? A, a <laughs> month, two months. I think I put hundred and fifty
1: miles on. By <laughs> drove it to the Jamboree one yeah, time. Yeah, but, you, but actually, you had them like six or eight months, something like that. Because <laughs> it's a show truck. Yeah, buyers' it's, it's, buyers remorse much.
0: <laughs> no. no, I did okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, these look great. It worked so out for want. all
1: parties. You, you wore a 20 inch wheel. Yes. Yeah. And 41s. Something like oh, that. Fancy. Yeah. Whatever Unamog
0: uh, uh, takes. Yep. <laughs> new mog, new mog tires <laughs> yeah. tires. Yeah, metric 41s. Yeah. Metric
1: 41. So I've upgraded the ProComps and then going from the MTRs of the ProComps was the night and day too because it's just 14 years newer, tw- 12 years newer rubber. Mm-hmm. Um, probably a better tread pattern. Um, those pro comps worked really well. I really love them. I don't like doing tires twice if I can help it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I didn't go with the pro comps again. Okay. But I would have gladly gone with the pro comps again if they were the right price. Yeah, um, and they are usually. They are you usually just, you can buy them right. I mean yeah. they 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 shook up the industry for 40s man when I mean, they yeah. came out with a four hundred dollar forty. Yep. Nobody could come close. Yeah. Now there's now everybody's starting to come yeah now close. everybody's getting yeah. close but yeah. Um, I saw the other day, uh, maybe a
0: month and a half ago or so, somebody on eBay was selling. Trip radials, set of 1100 bucks. Or no, set of five, fourteen hundred bucks. Set of 1100 bucks. It's a good deal. I mean, like uh-huh. maybe I don't want a radial trip, but at the same time, eleven hundred dollars, even if I, I can mean, I wear, don't... even if I just run them as a street tire, like that's a deal. Yeah, as fast as you change tires, though, shut too. your mouth. That's, <laughs> a, that's uh, you know,
2: because I'm like, deal. I don't want to try. I don't want to change tires every time, but yeah. Yeah, dude, that's like that's yeah. like your hobby. It's like every couple months. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: I do like the tires now uh yeah i mean the traps i think are probably pretty good tire. I've i've ever i don't know anybody's actually run the, the radial traps. The the only bias traps are yeah. gnarly oh yeah but I that's can't like run. my favorite tire right well, now i
0: can't run i can run a bias but i can't run the sticky because the stickies i was watching and i said think i said this on one of the last episodes i was watching Bleep jeep and he did the review on the stickies
1: he said at 32 anything under freezing they start to crack. That's the bias too. Mm-hmm. That's the bias too. It's I don't know. And I can't play that game. I need to look at the because I was going to run the bias. I was yeah. just like screw it. I'll deal with the flat spotting in the winter because that tire is so badass. Oh, so beautiful. So beautiful. It's still my favorite tire. Yeah. Um. But I emailed Maxis because they say you're not supposed to run them under thirty two on their website. And I emailed them. They're like, no, it hits glass transition temperature. It's why I can't run summer tires yeah. on like a sports car in the winter because mm-hmm. it get the rubber gets so hard. You'll just Try to turn and it's plastic. It's not rubber anymore. Well, that's not like a good time. I think I will buy a set of those. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it's, no, it's not like you anybody, want it to happen.
0: Anybody up for four wheel drive donuts yeah. <laughs> on dry pavement? We'll get a video of that. Yep. Bung,
1: yep. Bumpy Can I borrow your stickies? Down. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta pay. We're you the house. <laughs> you had deposit yeah, half down. Yeah, so why, all that's down. why
0: um, I really love the look of the trip, but I don't have warm storage. Like I don't have climate-controlled storage, that I can put my Jeep in. So oh, if yeah, I put yeah. them on there, they're gonna be so on there. Um, yeah, the yeah, things you gotta worry
1: about even just not moving the vehicle, and you can run into that issue. Just probably. moving it at all.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but if you and I don't even know, I don't even know if you leave it sit. But either way, I don't have jack stands. <laughs> I don't have that kind of um, luxury. Yeah, currently I don't have a place to yeah. I can store it that's heated, so that's just kind of out of the question for me now. Yeah, yeah. So if I don't know what I would go to to get it over a forty, but I won't go over a forty until I go to tons. Ag tires Well, I'm not doing ag tires <laughs> I want to drive on the street
1: I sure as heck Won't be going stickies Because I drive my truck everywhere Yeah but, um, Yeah
0: Matt I believe in Jeep Was saying that uh, He thought they'd only get Maybe a thousand miles Out of those tires on the road Probably I was like That sounds crazy A thousand miles That's not that far no, It's not it's Just so driving I mean, straight a little,
1: little more I would think a little more man. I would think But 5, definitely less but than 5 No I think less than 5 Less than 5,000 sure. Like his There's like That's ridiculous oh
2: they're sticky they're so soft they're so let's so let's back up you don't talk okay. about you drive it everywhere getting off track no trailer no trailer, no trailer. which is epic I hate
0: it we've all, <laughs> just,
2: we've all discussed <laughs> we went over I this you guys hashtag, went over this but I love trailers are for boats yeah
0: trailers aren't for boats <laughs> that's um, a good hashtag. oh shut your mouth
2: but so Moab is a thing so tell us about that because that was <laughs> that's an as far as I'm concerned I think that's a damn impressive trip um, that you could drive it wheel it and credit that, you know, seeing pictures and videos, you weren't just cruising around. No. Wheeling. I mean, there was some impressive, impressive wheeling. Oh, by the way, you're, I don't even know how many miles that is from home. Uh, 1,400. Yeah, and then drove
1: there and back. So I think, I, I'm damn impressed with it. So two things, because uh, I've been there twice now, um, and it's awesome, I highly recommend Moab, Um it's, yeah sorry i'm making all kinds of noise because i'm a fidgeter uh <laughs> yeah, i highly recommend just, Moab. just put it in your hand like this and put it underneath the table i'm going to be fidgeting under the that's table that's fine you all right <laughs> just don't make noise with my um hand. so uh yeah i've been to Moab twice first time was right after i shortened the wheelbase uh i had literally one trip and the only reason i did that one trip is because i wanted to shake it down make sure it didn't break everything immediately yeah so uh actually there were supposed to be two trips or no, no There's supposed to be one trip down to the Badlands, close-ish to me. It's like three hours. For these guys, it's like an hour and a half. And uh, I went there one time uh, with Mike was shaking down Snow Day. I was going to shake mine down. Groey was there on his solid exoswap, uh, maroon 03 or 04. And and I got there, put it in front-wheel drive to do a front dig just to play around, and I broke the double card (laughs) in because I broke... This was really stupid. I broke the centering stud pressing the U-joints in on the press, which is why I don't use a press anymore to do U-joints, I just use a hammer because it's faster and safer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the weird thing. Um, it's
0: safer to beat on these with a hammer than just to press it in nicely.
1: Because I don't think you're strong enough to break that centering stud, but it press with 20 tons, you yeah, can. Yeah, sure, yeah. Um, so I tried welding it back together. It didn't work, obviously. Um, and I'm glad I broke it because that would have sucked to break it in Moab. Oh, man. And that, I didn't um, have my spare shaft yeah. at the time. Um, So we'll get into the spares discussion later, I guess. Spare shaft. But, uh, so I drove it back, (laughs) front wheel drive. um, Also was dealing with some serious leakage from the doubler. That was on your rear shaft? That was on the front shaft. Oh, you drove back in two wheel drive? Rear wheel drive,
0: yeah. I I thought you said front wheel drive. Sorry, I
1: might have misspoke. That's all right. Uh, Just check. So yeah, drove it back in rear wheel drive. Still was dealing with that crate. So I fixed the leak, got a new double car dam put on the drive shaft, uh, and then I went down in the middle of the week the Wednesday before we were supposed to leave for Colorado and Moab uh, went down to the Badlands wheel by myself <laughs> and beat on it pretty darn hard I did some obstacles I'd never done before uh, just because of the shortened wheelbase and I welded the front diff so my front diff up until that point was open it oh, life changing it was oh, life, changing. life changing traction in the front life changing mm-hmm. um, and you guys should do a, a podcast about Locker in the front versus welded in the rear versus welded in the front. Well, like what boy, combination is the the best? Because there's a lot of discussion what, on the internet right now. What combination is the best? Yeah, uh, lockers. Yep. From, well, uh, you definitely want lockers. Right? <laughs> but do you want an automatic or do you want a selectable? Do you want welded? See, Matt and I get into this conversation. Also, that's what like, I'm saying. You should have sure, a podcast. We'll sure. never finish this one. Yeah, start talking we're about it. it.
0: <laughs> all right, next time, fellas. Yeah. And girls.
1: So, awesome. so I beat on it. It works. Drive back home. Packed the truck up Drive to Moab And Yeah my dog's dad. doing Super dog With the rear paws outs, big, I love that they do that <laughs> Um uh, we drove Yeah Packed the truck up Drove to Colorado We did Rocky Mountain National Park It was kind of To look at our wedding was The year before we got married mm. And uh We looked at the wedding venue We, we That was when we drove up Pikes Peak in the truck Uh we did Rocky Mountain National Park We did all kinds of hiking And then we spent a few days In Moab Uh did moab rim trail first don't recommend that don't do that if you've never <laughs> been to moab it's scary oh, really? i didn't have the roll cage at the time yeah my wife was with, or my fiance at the time she was with me she was like along for the ride but she was holding it together she was freaking out i was yeah. freaking out i've never done i hate off camber moab rim the whole way up you're off camber the whole way up and it's not like you just flop over you could potentially roll down like an 80-foot cliff. You're right. So you're yeah. getting hang time that on the sounds way. sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> uh, sounds Scarier like than Windrock. Scarier than Windrock. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. It's, I mean, it's just like literally it just <laughs> a drop-off. I mean, you're dropping like 80 feet down to nothing. There's a picture of some guy. Uh, it was a Neota. He rolled twice and had his front wheels hanging off the edge. I think I yeah. saw that. I yeah. feel like I saw that, and that was damn impressive. Uh of recovery products, I think, Instagram? Extreme 4x4 out oh, in Moab. They do tours and stuff. He mm-hmm. he went out and recovered them. Oh so. really? That's nice. He's an awesome guy, by the way. If you're ever in Moab and you need you want to do a tour or anything like that, it will take you. He's got some awesome rigs, like safari style. Who's that? Uh, Dave Helm, Helman, I think. And this what his name's Dave. Okay. Uh, Extreme Four x Four Tours. Extreme Four x Four Tours. Okay. Yeah, out in Moab. Out in Moab. Moab Reservation Center. Um, they're good people. They they help out a lot with the full size invasion runs. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, is, that is that coming up? it's an
0: april it's an, okay
1: it's, an it's the I week did, before
2: uh, easter Jeep Safari. yeah right i did oh, okay. read that they were they're doing it the week before easter jeep because um uh, i think they cited some permitting issues with the certain trails they want to run and then they also figured it'll work a little better with the easter jeep you know timeline time frame and people being in town so
1: yeah so they uh the red rock four-wheelers who run easter jeep safari they only allow <laughs> non Red Rock. Runs or Red Rock groups to have three three registered trail days a week or during the week. Yeah, um, last year I think it was four or five, so they did the four or five, and then they had some unofficial trail runs, um, but yeah three is not really nobody wants to drive out there and only do three registered trail days yeah. so they're doing it the week before because then it's basically unlimited uh-huh. um, I think Power Wagon's and Moab does it after Easter Jeep Safari so um, it just it kind of makes more sense it sucks because you're not there during Easter Jeep Safari because that was wild I'll get it I'll, when I you talk about my second that. trip to Moab which was okay. for that I'll talk about that but wow. yeah so we did Moab I didn't first. Been there twice yeah I've been there twice oh I didn't know that so how did
0: I, how did I miss that I don't know
1: uh, <laughs> I so we went, out, to rock. we went out there, hard enough. Yep. we went out there the first time uh, what? fiance in tow. Uh, we did mower brim, freaked out. Uh, very. It was scary. Um, if I was doing it with like a spotter who knew the area, or even somebody else, like if I was there with one of you guys, I would have felt a lot better about it. Right. But she's spotting me. She's never spotted me before. Right. Because we don't go off roading together that much. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, just tell me when the wheels about to fall off this edge. And she's like, okay, you got a foot, two foot, whatever. I mean, they're pretty. I mean, Jess is pretty good about it when. She was a great spotter. Yeah, for the record, yeah. um, um, she, that's some she, trial she on was fire. There, but yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, try, yeah. It's scary, and so I'm no, like, I would let no. you do it, but I don't want you to like accidentally hit the wrong pedal. Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> no pressure. Just if I, you know, if you mess up, I gotta die. Yeah, yeah, end result. And you got to like, walk yeah. home 1400 miles. You buy Uber, yeah, it'd be expensive Uber ride, but you sell the truck for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, what's left of the truck? Yeah, what's left of it? Um, mm. so we did that, and then uh, that was scary. We camped up in the La Salle, I was dealing with some overheating issues too because it was like 107. I need a bigger radiator, which is fixed now. I got a bigger radiator and bigger fans. Yeah. Um, but we drove up into the mountains because it was 107 down low, and then you go up in the mountains and it's 80 degrees. Wow. Yeah. It was actually cold in the morning when we woke up. We didn't quite pack Mm. enough. So
0: we are rounding the 40-minute mark here. Yeah. Just over 40 minutes um, because Ian forgot to start the timer. (laughs) I'm sure about six and a half minutes behind on the timer. So let's buzz through these two other things here. So the internal cage... Internal cage. You tell us where in. that came from. How, when you did it. How you did it. So all you that. need a
1: cage for the ultimate adventure. That's my goal for the truck. Make yes. the ultimate adventure. Hopefully it's still going on. I don't know. They stopped printing Petersons. Yeah. I don't know. If, you know what though? I don't feel like they would still they'll probably do that still do it because, because do that was exactly yeah. Well, with social
2: media being so you know important these days, I I don't see why you wouldn't yeah. do it for yeah. social media versus a magazine. So. I hope
1: so. So yeah. I made the Dirty Dozen in 2018. I didn't mm-hmm. apply in 2019 because of the wedding. Pretty um, busy, yeah, a little busy. A <laughs> couple things. <laughs> and <to> actually, <laughs> since they did it in August this year for the Alaska trip, it would have been during my wedding. Like yeah. I literally saw somebody driving. Watching, on watching that footage, yeah, you didn't miss
0: much. That's not your speed.
1: Not my style of wheeling. Yeah. I mean, it would have been epic, I'm sure. To but, see it,
0: the views. Yeah, yeah the, views would have been the adventure big. itself would have been epic. Yeah. but but the wheeling that they did is not your speed, not my speed. My truck's not really built uh, for that kind of mud. Yeah, like I don't have truck. power
1: yeah it's right yeah 5-3 you definitely need it for that stock 5 three, so um so but anyway. i mean like harry wagner did it in a raymond f-150 mm-hmm. which is not a huge yeah. power maker
0: i thought the coverage this year um who is it offer road power sports is power it? products power products yeah i their coverage of that was they awesome really good. they got a really good marketing too they're like the the videos of it yeah were yeah.
1: really nicely shot
0: mm-hmm. so. so
1: okay internal cage yep did the, so okay we came back from that Moab trip mm-hmm. uh, that trip we put 4300 miles on the truck right yeah. after I shortened the wheelbase and did all that stuff and it worked that was in mid-18 mid-18 yep okay uh, just went on some local-ish wheeling trips went to Flat Nasty but nothing too far mm-hmm. and then in the spring I was like I did the f- um, no I had already done the four lady and doubler swap I did all that when I shortened the wheelbase I put the cage in because it's a requirement for ultimate adventure. I made the Dirty Dozen in 2018 and never put it in. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to do it um, so that I could dial it in before I make ultimate adventure. And Um, is
0: is that a full custom
1: cage or? I got it from TE Designs. Okay. Uh, It was a pre-bent cage kind of built for pre-runners. I made some modifications to it because I wanted it more livable on the highway. So I wanted Mm -hmm. to keep the headliner for heat and noise. Um, I isolated the cage to the frame with some poly bushings. Um, that's, I did as slick as I could, uh, yeah. just to make sure that it's not going to, cause it still bolts through the floor like it should, but I don't have the body on, it's on poly bushings. Right. So it's really, it's
0: really clean. Um, do you have pictures of that on your Instagram? Yep. Okay. I got tons of
1: pictures of it on my Instagram. Just yeah, scroll back out, to
0: early 2019. His install on in that cage is really clean. Did you, did you see the holes in the floor yet?
1: Yeah. Okay. When I, they're, they're, they're. Pinch plates. Oh, pinch so plates. So when I put the okay. two pinch plates
0: together, I put a bunch of silicone through the yeah. ones that had holes. I know you were talking about those uh, sealsits that I have.
1: Yeah, that would be great for a, a rigid cage yeah. going You're literally through, through a floor body, right.
0: yeah. Without pinch plates.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, okay. And so I did that. It works really well. Um, it doesn't add much or any noise really compared to what it was before. I put all kinds of sound deadening in when the interior was out. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Um, I would say that was almost as much work as the solid was a solid axle swap, maybe more. Yeah. Just less uncertainty <laughs> because the truck's still going to work. <laughs> right. It's still going to going to have a lot of cage in it. Yeah. So then the next time, so then I went to Moab for Easter Jeeps, for full size evasion, which was during Easter Jeep Safari, which was crazy. Like 5,000 rigs in this little tiny town, oh, like oh just driving around, like Jeep, crazy like... Jeeps, like all these uh, show vehicles for the sponsors that are there. <clears> it was nuts. I yeah. highly recommend it. Everybody tried it at some point in their life. Uh, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, the full-size invasion run was awesome i missed the first couple just because i couldn't get enough time off and i was finishing the cage up the last two the two days before i left um but yeah i brought my mountain bike out there uh i tried to make my cage kind of modular mm-hmm. so i put in the extended cab area i put a mountain bike mount so i mounted the mountain bike out there and it's a mountain biking when i was about to um so it's all purpose adventure vehicle yeah the uh the bike mount
2: is pretty awesome on uh I was just looking at some pictures of that. That was pretty cool to see the mountain bike in the back of the truck. But not just like, oh we throw it in the back. Yeah. but legitimately mounted, I think, that's, I think that's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, I use like hose clamps and half tubes to bolt it, in, or to bolt it into the cage and then mm-hmm. it's just got a normal mountain bike fork mount. And then the other wheel is just kind of ratchet strap, not ratchet strap, it around the cage tube. Um, But it just perfectly fits. It's pretty... I was so happy with how... Like, I was lucky with that one. Anyway, so I went out there, did full-size Invasion runs. We did Behind the Rocks the first day, and Harry Wagner rode with me, um, which was awesome because he and I had talked before I went out there about taking some pictures of my truck and possibly doing a feature, which it was ultimately featured as in the December 2019 issue of Peterson's four-wheel and off-road, so check that out. Also, give... Harry Situations, a follow on Instagram. He's an awesome photographer and an awesome dude. So I didn't have anybody in my passenger seat, and he got to ride with me, uh, or he rode with me for a lot of Behind the Rocks, and he's a really cool guy. Loves the sport. You know, he's, he's really knowledgeable. He loves talking to people um, about their, their you know, how they got to where they are and what kind of fun stuff they do. And and uh, he, really, he also really likes people that drive their rigs. So every rig yep. that was featured in that issue was driven to um, – the trail driven to wheeled I think it's awesome yeah, and driven home yeah. um I like it it can be nerve-wracking at times um, yeah. but if you build it and you bring your right spare parts then it should be good yeah. to go so I've got like 160 or 180 pounds probably a spare axle shell oh, yeah and so, so <laughs> this
2: kind of leads into what we want to kind of talk about a little bit too is the I mean, for me, you can throw a bunch of crap in your tow rig. You can throw a bunch of spare parts in your tow rig. You clean the bed out when you're done. Cool wheeling trip, not when you're driving 1,400 miles somewhere. You got to pack that. It only got you only got so much room to pack everything from camping gear, tools, parts. Mm-hmm. You can only take so much crap with you. Um, so I don't know if you want to start with some camping stuff or tools or parts. But I'm interested to see if you've got some. Obviously, you've done quite a bit of of uh, wheeling over the years so it's kind of i'm sure you've learned some tricks and tips to like packing stuff or what you should or shouldn't carry or or, or stuff like that if that makes sense
1: yeah i mean i'm constantly learning what works well and what what doesn't mm-hmm. so um you know there's going to be mistakes um i know what stuff i need to bring now you know obviously you need a tent you need sleeping bags you need clothes you need all that stuff that you go on any normal camping trip yep. you need your cooking stuff whatever any car camping trip basically is what i bring with me um, I have tried to Minimalize it as much as possible Because we also do some backpacking Not a lot, we're not extreme about it But but it definitely helps bring The size of stuff that you camp with down And the weight And weight with a full size is it's apparently quite important Yeah, I was very surprised at how much my truck weighed And I'm not going to say it on this podcast yet Because I, I will talk about maybe doing like a, a guess guessing game or something like that Offline um, But anyway, uh, my truck is heavy Um <laughs> Like but that's because you got to bring all the stuff. So I have uh, um, bed drawers with all my tools. Like, the tools and the spare parts are really, like, if you're going to wheel, you need to be able to get home. And so um, I've got bed drawers in my truck that I put on when I got my, I had a topper for a while before I shortened the wheelbase. And getting into, like, a truck bed toolbox was mm. darn near impossible. And with the bed shortened now, if I had a truck bed toolbox and the 40-inch spare, that'd be the whole bed. Yeah. So yeah. I have, I don't know, they're probably, like, 11 inches tall on the bed. It's kind of like the decked system, except not decked. Um, I got some used, you know, uh, Adrian steel drawers um, that are, you know, weatherproof and everything. And so all my tools in there, a lot of my recovery gear, that's not like super critical, like all my winch stuff's in the cab in case I get into a weird situation, can't open the bed. Yep. Um, But everything else, anything additional is in the bed drawers. So all the tools, anything I need to do, I can rebuild an axle. I can pull a transfer case, I can do drive shafts, I can do U-joints, whatever. Um, And then also building the truck kind of smartly, if that was a word, uh, (laughs) try and minimize the number of spare parts you have to carry. So the the part that I don't like about the 14 bolt is that each axle shaft is a different length. Mm -hmm. So you have to carry both or you have to get a custom shaft that's got like super long splines you can cut off, which I might do someday. Also, they're not the the weakest point. Yeah, uh, sure, yeah so. Yeah. But I try and run fourteen ten u joints on the whole drivetrain, um, so they only have to carry the one u joint. Uh, you know, only carry one stub shaft for the Dana sixty. Um, obviously, you have to carry both inners. Um, and and speaking of that, I hadn't broken an inner shaft until we went to S'more in November. So Dana sixty is pretty stout even with forties. Yeah. Um, but now and it's not, got chromos. Yeah, now it has chromos. Yeah, has well, stock shafts yeah they were stock neck down shafts so do too do you really
0: attribute that break to the bosses
1: kind of I mean a lot of it is just that particular obstacle had an undercut uh, there was a lot of traction only one of the front tires was touching the ground the other one was basically mm-hmm. in the air it was not actually in the air but it was not doing anything not doing anything yeah and so and it was like I mean we were almost getting my truck up but um, this comes back to the weight thing the lighter your rig is so yeah. the easier it is on parts plus you break things um, and so yeah i mean the, i was watching the tire like wrinkle wall mm. and i had like 12 or 13 psi in it so like yeah. it was hooking it's a brand new tire it yeah. should perform well um yeah. i'm sure the pro if they're brand new would have done the same thing same but thing. it was just i mean that was the hardest i'd ever like been on it in double o since i'd put the doubler in so yeah so I found the limit. Fatigue, yeah. yeah but now the limit. it's the limit's Promise. higher. Yeah. 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 I, would so now, I would think so, for sure. Well, it definitely is. Um, yeah. We'll
0: see what the new one is. One, they're brand new. Two, they're 4340. You know, you yep. run on a stock shaft, so it's probably, what, I had 20, 20 I had, or 30-something years old? Uh,
1: 79. 40 yeah, years old. Yeah, years <laughs> 40, old? 40 years yeah. old. yeah life expectancy um, is, is what, you know, <laughs> well less used. than that yes. yeah uh, it owed you yeah I had the I had the stubs were chromos because I upgraded to 35 spline when I put the Yukon hubs in mm-hmm. which those things are beefy mm-hmm. I highly recommend the Yukon hubs over any regular hub because really? like you can get lifetime warranty on a warm Your lockouts yeah on the locking yeah. hubs yeah you can get a lifetime warranty on a warm but it doesn't help you when you're doesn't when it breaks on the trail yeah nope. you gotta send it Shoot, back in yeah. <laughs> so unless you have yep. a spare
0: set or a spare that goes, one that goes right on the whole tommy boy thing i yeah. can shit in a box and mark a guarantee if you want I got a spare time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so like yeah whatever i got a spare rear drive shaft i got a spare front drive shaft now so if either of those break i can keep wheeling or i can at least drive home um the craziest break that I've had was at S'more, also, it was in addition to the, the axle shaft I had fixed in an hour. Yeah. Uh, or an hour and a half. Um, <laughs> the, something came up in my undercarriage, to quote Deuce of Hazard or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Simpson. She's yeah, like, Something popped up in my undercarriage. <laughs> anyway, uh, something got up and lodged in between the transmission cross member and the transmission, bent the pan, and broke the shift solenoids. No wild. Wouldn't shift that a second gear, i was right mike yeah. was riding with me and i was trying to show him like oh look at all the cool stuff the doubler does trying to do front digs and whatnot mm-hmm. and i'm like it seems low on power and then we realized it's in second stuck mm-hmm. in second I drove up and down the street wouldn't shift out of second pulled the pan and both of those shift solenoids are whoosh, broken
0: if only there was somebody that built a, a skid plate for that shut
1: up <laughs> <laughs> well who actually tell me oh huh. Yourself, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if
0: only there was someone engineering a skid
1: plate. If only I had a design. Oh, I do. <laughs> yeah, I've just been dragging my feet on that. But the cross members that are under the truck. I bet you, you stop doing that. Huh? I said I'll bet you stop doing that. I start <laughs> drag my feet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't really drag much. Uh, I mean, the, the frame I drag a lot, but. Yeah not much stuff comes up in between like you can there's a little bit of scrapes on the 205 but just that's happens. it yeah yep. um it just happens and it, and when it happens it's usually bad yeah <laughs> yep. so yeah i, I got full and belly skids in mind and then that's where my spares will go they'll get bolted i'm gonna like vacuum seal them or something with a bunch of grease and then stick them up on top of the skid plates so that I mean mm. it's kind of a worst case scenario thing. You're going to do wait what? That's trick. To keep the weight low cuz uh-huh. they're like oh, it's, I can barely lift this box of all my spare shafts. Yeah. Um you're going to put them on your belly skid on top. On the top, you have enough room for that?
0: Mm-hmm. Man, must be that nice. is true. That's <laughs> <bad>. #HashtagFoolside. <full laughs> not super not getting that with a
1: body yeah. drop, in. You or not? Nope, no, Ooh. or a Cherokee. Yeah, well, I have a frame, so and a body lift. Oh, oh, poking at me, are you? No, 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 <laughs> no. no, nothing. When we get get, t- get back and talk about your overlanding, yeah, so. <laughs> Steve calls it overlanding. I hate that word because I don't have rooftop <laughs> yeah, tents. I don't got max tracks. Uh, I don't have all those LEDs. I
0: would technically call it either adventuring or overrocking.
1: Overrocking. Overrocking. Uh, one of the guys up in the East Coast calls it extreme overlanding. Extreme overlanding. Yeah, yeah that's, like that's,
0: cool. a, I mean, that's a good term for it. it really is yeah. just adventuring. It's adventuring. It's yeah. adventuring. Mm-hmm. It's you built a purpose-built rig to go out and go wherever you want it to go. The ultimate yeah. adventure. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. ultimate that's adventure.
1: This my rig. Is that's why I built, you built it, it for the ultimate adventure. Unfortunately, you know, once, once I saw the 2008. Ultimate Adventure Z71 that had a shortened bed and mm-hmm. had, you know, what well, had links and all this all other crazy yeah. stuff because it was together. The, but yeah, I'm getting there. <laughs> But that was a huge inspiration for my truck because yeah. they drive that thing everywhere. I think Evo manufacturing guys own it now. It wasn't it over a while. But that thing is sweet. Um,. So the fact mm. that you
2: want to drive it everywhere, I mean, you, you do see a lot of posts about doing like general maintenance stuff and I'll be the first to admit that it's a lot, you can do a lot less maintenance if you're going to throw it on a trailer. It's not smart, <laughs> but it happens. But I would imagine if you're going to drive your stuff 1,400 miles, you're not going on a wheeling trip, parking it and, oh, nothing broke. Let's go on another one. So, right. what, I mean, I don't know if there's a, do you have a, like a checklist of things that you check specifically after like a long wheel trip
1: or is it um, kind of a general? I mean, I know kind of the normal maintenance interval. Um, for a while, when, before I got the Yukon locking hubs, I was having issues with water getting in the hubs. And so I'd pull those every single trip, make sure there's no water in them. If there was, I'd repack the bearings and all that stuff. Um, I'd grease the tie rod ends and all the greasable joints every single time before I go on a wheeling trip. Or sometimes after if I'm not planning on going mm-hmm. on one in a while, especially since I drive in the winter. Um, Well, drive it. Okay, that's another thing, is drive it. If you have a truck that is street legal, drive it. Figure out what the noises are. If there's a new noise, fix it. Like, when I was in Moab, of G Safari, I broke um, the inner sleeve of my anti rat bar bushing, and it was clicking. It took me so long to figure out what the issue was.
0: You broke the inner sleeve of your anti rat bar. Bushing. Bushing. Hmm. So,
1: like, you know, it's got the bushing, the poly bushing, the the inner sleeve that the bolt goes through. You broke that... That's, it split that's on the weird. well. Yeah. Oh, really? I was full throttle, double low, bouncing up Potato Salad Hill. I don't do <laughs> it often, especially when I'm 1,400 it miles away always, from home. It always happens when, I don't throttle. do it often, but when I do it, I break yeah. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but I wheeled the rest of the trip on it, and it was just annoying. But I was like, make sure it's not the, you know. I, so it, was it, was inside, the it was captured, though, right? Yeah, it was captured. Yeah, it was, so, yeah. so it was not, not a big thing. But, yeah, I mean, everybody's watching Cooper Rasmussen, the guy that mm. owns off Power products. You can hear him in the video. He's talking about <laughs> it. And I was like, I gotta I can't back down from this thing Yep. I feel a slight slight side
0: tangent because you built it for off-road, or for ultimate adventure. And with the power of YouTube now and the power of everybody getting nicer camera equipment mm-hmm. and people being able to do this stuff funded what, your phone? Yeah, this yeah. nicer camera equipment. Well <laughs> I think that a lot of people that filmed, I think Lightbright when they filmed the Trail to SEMA, mm-hmm. I think they filmed most of that on their phone. And same with Believe in Jeep. I think I was looking at the shadows and stuff and mm-hmm. it looked like he was holding a phone. Maybe. I think I mean, they filmed a Pixel, lot of uh,
1: This is a Pixel 3 and it has its, its own issues but the camera is freaking it's is awesome. Like yeah. I have DSLR, so, you shoot photos obviously. It's, yeah, it's, but not video. No, no, but yet. it's like it probably is like 90, 95% of the quality of like a really yeah. expensive DSLR. And yeah. it's a phone. As long as you're not trying to do like
0: some like trick shots, like <laughs> exactly. long yeah. distances, things like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, You're not trying to get yeah know, anything you need a special, for, yeah, yeah. a special lens for. Yeah.
0: Special lens. But uh, on that, what I was saying is that I feel like the power of YouTube now is that if Ultimate Adventure goes to the wayside, say they can't fund it anymore, that trip goes to the wayside.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I feel that somebody else is going to pick that up. The- you
1: could You could arrange a trip with somebody else pretty quick. There already are. Um, there's a. I can't remember the names off the top of my head, but I've already found a couple on Facebook that are like do basically it. Ultimate Adventure. Yeah. Yep. And they have like a lottery system. And and the nice thing about Ultimate Adventure, from what I gather, mm-hmm. and Dr. Bray went on it. Um, I talked to him about it. Um, I talked to the guys when I was in, in Moab. That was one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to go is to meet all the guys, mm-hmm. all the magazine guys. And they, they call you. They make sure you're not like a, dir- a douche. Yeah, right. Make <laughs> um, sure, you're really make to sure you talk. You know, you walk the walk. Then mm-hmm. you talk. And uh, yeah, they gotta kind of vet you, yeah, because they don't want you like a they don't want you holding up the adventure, yep, they don't want you representing the magazine badly, right? And they want to get along with you, right? You know? yeah. So, it's you gotta meet all that. <laughs> it's not just your rig, you gotta be a cool dude. That's too. why I won't get invited, I'm too hyped up. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Everybody's gotta warm up. You to me. The, no, you have the right attitude,
0: <laughs> um, I have the right attitude, but when I come on strong, you do come on strong, That's <laughs> why it took us so long to hang out with I'm, you. I'm like a sharp whiskey, I come on strong, but I'm smooth going down.
1: <laughs> but they they pick up on that. It's like a phone interview. Yeah, so right. they'd pick up on that. Yeah. Um, and I think excitement yeah. is the biggest thing for that, too. Anyway. I think that if this podcast was to... That maybe
0: one of the things, like, a, if you had, like, a dream. One of the things, like, if the podcast takes off enough and we're able to do things with it and our listeners and stuff like that, if we can get a group, you know, like, a, like a meet-and-greet type thing going on, yeah. you know? You have, like, a meet-and-greet and then maybe you could even schedule, like, an event where... You get so many listeners, or maybe patrons or something, whatever. Yeah. You get so many people together and go do something like that, a Mm five-day adventure. That's how King of Hammer started.
2: Really? King of Hammer started out with a couple buddies running trails and going, I can run this faster than you. Next thing you know, they're, you know, selling spots and Bring friends King on. of the Hammers is like the ultimate mecca of oh, gathering people and that's ever. Like The fastest
1: growing yeah. off-road event yep. ever. Yeah. Probably yeah. automotive event. Yeah. Ever. It's insane.
0: Jason yeah. from We of Wine and Whiskey was asking me, he's like, you gotta go to King of the Hammers? I'm like, no. <laughs>
1: I'm like, yeah,
0: that'd be great, but it's a long trip. Like, to get from here to there. a Couple of miles. And it would really suck a couple to, miles.
1: to fly there yeah. and not oh, go. Oh, god, yep. That'd be wow. terrible. But it's... Was it thirty six hours from here? You yeah. gotta bring or a truck in Chicago. Tomorrow. We could we could rent you one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: want, yeah. I'll loan you one out. Uh, I'll loan you one out. Uh, so what's next? Where are you going? What's the wheeling trip you're coming up to? Looking forward to? Well, or f- mods or if, whatever. No,
1: when Steve finishes Loki, yep. we're going to the Badlands which, <laughs> on New Year's Day, which would be tomorrow when this podcast airs. Yeah. Um. So be awesome. yeah, and that'll be awesome. I can't wait yep. to see that thing perform. I haven't changed All mine right. except for putting the chromos and s'more, but. Um, I'm excited to wheel and growy's also guy. done his wheelbase shortening, so yeah. he's copying ah, me. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, awesome. <laughs> See, sees what works. And hey, imitation is you know, the, yep. the, the best form or the best form of flattery or yeah, whatever
0: growy. I, so. I hope we can get a full trip in with a grow without breaking something.
1: The nice thing for hope got steering uh, off changing of that a little bit. Um, the nice thing about what Groey did is that I told him all the mistakes that I made yeah. so he went right to what worked <laughs> rather than like yeah. stepping yeah. into it slowly How like nice I did and he's helped you out in several oh yeah too, oh Growy made is made parts for you oh he's like an awesome that. dude yeah. he's not just like mooching off no me. No, no no he's no. made parts for me he helped out with yeah. the wheelbase shortening I,
0: okay. I love helping out with solid exoswap so he plugged our podcast yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. yeah. yeah. Yep. I seen that. Yep. 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 Did a plug. I mean, grow. he's a great dude. He's an awesome dude. Yep.
1: And he's got three kids. He does all this and stuff. Still
0: and still wheels. Still wheels. Let feeding, that be a lesson. Feeding
1: four miles. I'm so hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> miles. Yep.
0: Five mouths. Five mouths, yeah. All right. I don't know if this new ones. born yet.
1: Yeah. He's yeah. got three kids, right? The,
0: yeah. Uh, the rap video from Leaving Jeep. Oh. Have you heard that one? No, I haven't. You yeah, haven't heard that? Well, after oh, this, we're going to play <laughs> we're <less> of that. We're going to less that. in that video, he's like, uh, feeding four mouse and still building big jeep or something like still building bad <laughs> jeeps, and it's like and then you hear that I'm so hungry and in the video it's like they're all sitting around ramen <laughs> <laughs> hey you gotta make it work you gotta oh, make it awesome. work so, uh, so where are you at with Loki then that's where we're at okay so Loki you want me to just start from you want me to just kind of get a rundown of everything that's changed and I don't know if we really? have time for that oh god I don't know if we want to have another hour on this or not right now it's at Mike's house in his shop and it's getting, I'm in the process of getting the whole back end, faux floor, um, outer, inner wheel wells, all tub that sheet simple. metal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. tubs from one side of the vehicle to the other. The tub. Yeah, tub. <laughs> one tub. Ah, tub. But it's not like a simple just throw it in there. It's a
1: jacuzzi tub. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I, I raised the, the fuel tank to the inside. I cut a hole in the floor and dropped the fuel tank in from the, up, from the top side. And then I've built a false floor out of one by one tubing or one by one square tube and then i'm putting sheet metal in that and get that all figured out but man it is i did all the easy pieces the easy pieces are done it looks nice it, i it, hate it welding does. sheet metal i do not envy yep. you uh, <laughs> it looks <laughs> very cool. nice though it does 16 gauge best investment ever
1: if i had an 18 i'd have hated my yep. life did you do it with uh what wire size Oh 30. Oh, 30? oh, 30. oh, 30. Wow. Well, it welds just fine. Next time, so, well, it probably welds fine, but yeah. try 24. 24 would have been nice. Yeah. But, that's what I do on my exhaust <clears throat> line because I'm so tired of did burning you through.
0: Growy the other day. Grow, when he was doing his exhaust, did you see that on the group chat? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he was like was upset. He was
1: like, screw exhaust. Oh, yeah. You did this so much. Yeah, and I'm I bet you he burned through, and then you try and fix it, and then you burn through the other side, yeah, yeah. and you try it's and fix it, and burn through the other side. Like, I told him. So you end up with this, like, giant glob, and you're like, that looks like a four year old glob. We'll put that on the top.
0: We'll put that on the top. Nobody will see it. Uh, He was like, he was like, I hate welding this. I was like, man, but why are you using He's like 030? I was like, you should go to 024. Why well, don't have 024? I just sit here and have a pity party and you guys just say, okay?
1: <laughs> we do agree with give you, We mi- publicly now. Give me five minutes. Yeah, no, I hate
0: welding sheet metal. And the, uh, the quarter panels, so <clears throat> I welded the one-by-one one square tubing is eighth wall, and I welded it to the – I cut a piece, and I welded it just below the body line to the quarter panel. I stitched it in. And so, like it's rigid from one side to the other. It's all tied into the body now, and really nice. the welding that was a pain in the ass. But the the sixteen gauge that I'm putting in now mm-hmm. rarely burns through, mm. even with the O30. Do You have but it overlaid, or is it some button? of it? But it, oh. a lot of it is set up against the eighth inch square tube. Oh, okay. Yep. So like, and I'm and I plug welded everything. Yeah, yeah. So oh, that's nice. Yeah, and so it's not been it's not been a nightmare at all. It's actually been pretty smooth,
1: and it's all brand new metal.
2: Mm-hmm. Like it so that makes Kaiser. life. Oh yeah, super easy.
1: We're using exhaust bends that are kinda rusty already. <sighs> and you're just like, I'll just grind the rust up, but then it's thinner Thinner, yeah. half as thick. <laughs> yep.
0: Yep, yep. Oh. Yeah, new metal is definitely key when you're trying to do something like that. But we're getting close. Um I was gonna work on it some more last night and we were making good progress yesterday and then we had kind of an impromptu game night over at Mike's. Uh, we had a bunch of friends over and did some games. Damn it, Mike trying to get rigs built here don't (laughs) pick on him he felt so bad he's like oh man you're not gonna get anything done tonight and i was actually i was starting to get on a roll so after we get done recording this i'm probably gonna go back over there and put in some time and then tonight when i get home i'll get this on the computer and get everything figured out with that but that's what we're working on the anti-wrap bar's done it's stretched it's 110 inch wheelbase cut the quarter panels um new springs up front Bastard pack the rusties out back Bump stops, limit straps, new shocks. I mean, the the list is endless. It's like, oh, I didn't do that much. And then I start thinking about all the things that I've changed since the last <laughs> yeah. time I went out. It's going to be completely... The only thing that's the same is the driver's seat. Yeah, you
1: got to you know medic, what I mean, basically. Yeah, yeah. it's a... Driver's seat, you know, what what
0: Yeah. <laughs> from what it was, I mean, I didn't change that much. But from what it was at roughly 10 inches of lift, now on 6 inches of lift. And, you know, everything just changing the everything you know the wheelbase and the new anti-wrap that's longer did you see my burnout video yeah checking that (laughs) anti-wrap she just stood up about an inch and a half and just lit them up i was like well it works on 30 psi (laughs)
1: well (laughs) i get
0: everything everything done with this back end i'm gonna layer it down to about 12 or 8 and go back out there and do it again because if we're gonna break it might as well break it there yeah yeah yep save hauling it over there yep cool so we'll do that again on on 12 or 8 psi and see if it hops yeah, I can break it. Yeah, it should be okay. It should be fine. It's on an oil chip. It might not spin them though. Yeah, right. <laughs>
1: it had no problem. That was like really? that was like quarter, third throttle. Yeah, do you have a three quarter ton Dana 44 in the front? No. Brakes are? Half ton. Oh. Yeah, no problem. Oh. You got this I'm so, used to, I'm so used to having like two million pounds over the rear axle like my truck yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, mine has I can't, no not I can't do a burnout anymore. I got like, it's less than an eighth of a tank of fuel in it, so. Even with, even no with 30 psi in it, I can't do a burnout in my truck anymore. Yeah. But that's, that's how I built it. Exactly. Didn't build it for burnouts. Nope. And Dang. actually, one more thing that we have on here that we didn't put is that I kept the engine and transmission tuning stock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because GM put all kinds, millions of dollars R&D into the LS and the 4L80 and they work. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want to have, even no, not even a cam. Like I don't want to put cam in it, open it up and mm-hmm. possibly screw it up. And then when I'm in Moab next time or wherever the heck yeah. I'm at. Just oh, yeah, the cam bearing way. chewed up. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, you got reliable horsepower that works, it's enough. Mm-hmm. If you don't need more. I mean, I've obviously not had any problems yep. breaking axle shafts, yeah, exactly. so yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: and when you're building it for for crawling, yeah. you don't need that much power. No. I mean, look yeah. at the look at these guys doing the rock crawling out in San Hollow and stuff, they're using small Toyota and small diesel engines, you know, yeah, little yeah. stuff. Yeah. You know, you just
1: got your gearing. Echo Tech is a really good, like, small, light buggy engine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry I didn't cool. mean to interrupt. No, you I didn't mean to interrupt, but <laughs> I just love talking about all this stuff. But now we're over probably by a lot. Not really. No. We can. This is our podcast. I think we're, we're in charge we of it. Yeah, we do what we want. To. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got more stories, so I'll have to come got back sometime. Stories, yeah, but I'm excited, man. I, you guys are on a good, good, good path with this podcast. I already listened to your first two episodes, obviously, and it's really fun. So. Yeah, we've had some pretty good reviews. Um, all you guys out there
0: listening. We appreciate you listening to us and giving us feedback. Uh, if you're listening to this, please uh, shoot me a message. Let me know what you think. Uh, shoot Ian a message, whatever you want to do. Uh, let us know. Let us know how we're doing because that right there is the drive that keeps us going. You know, If we're doing a good job, people like listening to it, then we're going to keep recording it. If you guys don't like it, why are we sitting here talking into a no microphone? <laughs> we'll, go, we'll go out and <laughs> sit there and watch TV. <laughs> yeah. yep. We'll go drink beer in the garage. Yep. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so... Obviously, we've this is episode three. We still haven't had any craft beer because I don't know. Oh, kind of are they good.
1: supposed to bring some? No, I, I think, we think that's off in the, the contract. Yes. Go off
0: oh beer. man, I think we go off the rails enough as it is. We put
1: beer into that right now. Yeah, yeah you start yeah. your beer at the beginning of the episode so that and you would only have one. Yeah, <laughs> otherwise, at the end, you're gonna be like,
0: woo! And I think we we'll probably will get to that. You got to drive today, so it's not ideal to have. Ian and I just be sitting here drinking a beer and you're like, well, wish I could wish have one beer." <laughs> yeah. exactly.
1: No, next time yeah. I come down, probably be for a weekend or something. We'll mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. back some skis. Definitely yeah, have yeah. to come up with some cool stories because there's plenty more that we didn't even get to touch on. I don't so think we like, have to come up with them. Yeah. You know, we got, we got yeah. a whole list of stuff. We've we got one. stuff we don't even have let, written yep. on here that I want to talk about. Oh, so All right. Well, that's, um, that's about it then. That's it for that. We
0: uh, started a Patreon account. If anybody feels so inclined to donate um, I just started I just set up last night so by the time this comes out maybe I have a few more things on there uh, I don't know about a tier yet but we you know we're just taking donations we we've got a little bit invested into this and anything that helps uh, pay for the monthly expenses you know we, we don't mind throwing a little bit of money out of our pockets and paying for the audio equipment give you guys good uh, audio and that's coming you know with time we want to make sure that people are gonna listen and like the podcast so now that we've got a fair amount of listeners, uh, I think it's fair to you guys that we upgrade our audio quality and get that as on point as we can so that you guys have something good to listen to when you put it in your ear holes, as Tyler would say. And then come up with some <laughs> stickers and some t-shirts. Yes, the apparel stickers. We'll get coming. to that. Um, you know, so I started a Patreon page. It is, I believe it's patreon.com forward slash total podcast one word. And you can go to that if you guys want to donate. You know, if, if half of our listeners were to give us a dollar it would cover our monthly expenses that we shell out you know just to um, host the podcast and do the audio editing so we have that going on um, you know don't feel obligated to go donate but if you want to uh, we have a, va- a way for you to do that now another thing that's new is ian has got the total off podcast youtube channel launched and he's got a few videos up there of the old Dime Piece back when she was the Barney Buggy. Back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Barney Buggy. The, the, the orange Barney Buggy. He never actually
2: wielded it when it was purple. No, because so I shouldn't oh. stand the purple. Oh, oh, yeah, purple. I love the purple. Was, I liked purple. it, but you didn't Derek.
0: want to admit you liked it kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, I don't mind so, admitting it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Derek's wearing a purple shirt. I'm wearing a purple it shirt. It looks good it. on you. Oh, thanks. Um, but uh, yeah so we've got a couple things coming up like I said the YouTube channel so go check that out it's Total Off-Road Podcast on YouTube uh, all one word should be pretty easy to find and I'm trying to think is there anything else that we need to shut down to do anything i shut it down that's all we got
1: Tell them go give experience.
0: us a like, fa- a like share follow yeah our Instagrams we, we didn't do that Total the on the Instagram is total underscore off road underscore podcast. Go give us a follow. We might be doing some exciting stuff on there here pretty quick. Giveaways. So, shh, don't be telling them our secrets. <laughs> Gotta let the
2: secret out. Gotta
0: let the
1: secret Just keep out. Keep on the hook. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah, keep them on the hook. Now we're gonna do something. We're gonna do some giveaway. We've been talking about that. Doing a little bit of giveaway stuff. Uh, get that page launched up. Get it. Get it going. Get us up to five hundred followers it would be a good, a nice goal. So. We're gonna be doing that. You can find me at low underscore key k e e underscore xj. You can find Ian at off-road underscore Ian, and you can find Derek at d man blues freak on IG. No underscores for me. So no I'm underscores. I'm fit in the cool kids. Doing world. it wrong. I know. And <laughs> you can find you can find Mike, our producer currently, <laughs> at uh, Mike so funny, which is pretty easy to find. He's got a good little Instagram page. He needs to post on it more, but hey. It's little. It's real little. little. Yeah, well, <laughs> we'll get you there. Is that all we got? That's all we got. Did I get all the things? Got it all. Like, share, follow? Done. Leave us a comment. Yep. Rate this podcast on the iTunes. Get yep. us up on the list. Make us the fastest growing podcast on the podcast basis. There you go. Okay. That's how you do it? I think that's the end. All so. right. Thanks Happy for Year, guys. Happy New Year's. We'll catch you guys in the next century. No, wait. Decade. Yep. Decade. Next year? Both. No, uh, not century. Not century. Next year and decade. We'll catch you guys next year on the trail.